0: One of the biggest struggles with doing experiments at home is having the right supplies on hand. But you don't need to ditch those hands-on science activities just because you don't have the exact supplies suggested for the experiment. In this episode, we're going to chat about how you can rescue that science learning opportunity. Hi, I'm Paige Hudson, and welcome to season six of the Tips for Homeschool Science show, where we're breaking down one of the lofty ideals of teaching science into three building blocks you can use in your homeschool. In this episode, I'll share three tips for doing experiments at home without the suggested supplies. I know I'm not the only one this happens to, I forget to look ahead in my plans and as a result, I don't have all the experiment supplies I need on hand for the scientific tests we're scheduled to do. So do we ditch the experiment altogether? Is that the only choice? To push it back until another week? Mm, let's face it, that week will probably never come. Heavens No. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you know that I say that experiments, or rather hands-on science activities, are a key part of our science teaching plans. But I also live in reality, and I know that even with the best laid plans, and with that experiment kit in your homeschooling closet, you still might find yourself missing a suggested supply or two. And that's why I wanted to chat about what to do when you find yourself in this situation. Tip number one, find something similar. So the first thing I will do if I don't have the exact material suggested is to try and find something similar. So when we were studying the spinal cord, we were doing an activity where you make two stacks of marshmallows and put toothpicks in one of the stacks to show how our backbone gives us strength. Well, I had the toothpicks, but not the marshmallows. We don't drink a lot of hot chocolate here in Florida. So I opened up the pantry to hunt for something relatively soft and mushy. We had a pack of hot dog buns and I cut one of those up into squares to use instead. It wasn't Instagram worthy, but the point of the activity got across to my student. If the experiment calls for vinegar, try lemon juice. If you don't have a potato for your starch test experiment, try using a piece of bread or cooked pasta. The internet and your cookbook are great places to look for recipe ingredient substitutions. I also use my meat thermometer for all our experiments. Don't you laugh, there's no need to go out and buy thermometers for you to use in science when you have two of them sitting in your kitchen already. When we lived overseas, we didn't get too many sunny days in our town. So when our experiments called for the sun, I improvised by using an oven or a heat lamp instead. If you don't have a two liter bottle, make a mini-experiment in a one liter one instead. The list can go on and on, but the basic idea is that you don't have to have the exact item. Find something close to it instead. If you find a similar substitute, you will rescue the science learning opportunity for your kiddos. Tip number two, swap it out for a different experiment. So if you can't find a good substitute for the suggested supplies you're missing, The next step is to swap out the activity for another one related to what you're studying, one that you do have the supplies for. You can take a look at the experiment book you have on your shelf for another related experiment. You can search Pinterest or Google for the topic plus experiments for kids, and then check out the options to see if you have the supplies. A bit of research will yield several options that you can use instead. It's not ideal, and it takes a bit of effort but at least you will do an experiment related to the topic. If you swap the planned experiment out for a different one, you'll rescue the science learning opportunity for your kiddos. Tip number three, just head outside. If you can't find a good substitute and you can't find a different experiment, just head outside. You can go over what you were supposed to do. I shared how to successfully skip an experiment several years ago. And then head outside. Not only will this help you hit the reset button and diffuse any tension, but you can also learn about science by just observing nature for a few minutes. A bit of sunshine and fresh air will be good for all. If you head outside, you may not do a hands-on activity related to your lesson's topic, but you will rescue the science learning opportunity for your kiddos. So if you find yourself without the suggested supplies for an experiment, don't skip the science learning opportunity. Try to find some similar materials, or swap out the experiment for a different one before you just scratch it and head outside to observe science in your own backyard. You can find links to tips and articles in this episode's show notes. You can find those at elementalscience.com/blog/podcast/88. That's elementalscience.com/blogs-with-an-s/podcast/this-episode's-number, which is 88. Thanks for listening, and I hope you have a great week playing with science. If you are still listening, you need to know about the new Facebook group we've started for the THS podcast listeners. That's you. We discuss the show's topic, add tips and encourage one another on our journey to teach science sound good? Then head on over to facebook.com slash groups slash podcast to answer two simple questions about the Tips for Homeschool Science show and join in on the fun. And before you go, I have to let you know that this podcast is free for you to enjoy thanks to the products we offer at Elemental Science. Let us know what you thought about this episode by leaving a rating or review in iTunes or in the podcasting app you use to listen to the Tips for Homeschool Science show. And if you're looking for more help with homeschool science, Elemental Science has loads of tips, books, and programs to support you as you teach science at home. Visit ElementalScience.com to learn more.